yes, obviously the place that we come from is a big part of that. But there's also like a specific kind of queerness that I think that you and I both inhabit that says that like our sexuality, the thing that makes us freaks is Mm -hmm. the thing that makes us freaks, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and it is good to be a freak everywhere. Welcome to a special bonus mini episode of Can't Let It Go, the show about the things stuck in our heads. My name is Matt and I use he, him pronouns. I'm AC. I use they, them pronouns. And I had to have like a little emergency episode to talk about uh, Meta's Threads product. OMG, our first mini so. <laughs> ah! uh, so I made AC uh, record with me on a day that we normally don't. This one will probably get released way out of order um, on a day where we wouldn't normally release an episode, but yeah. we have... Four whole other episodes, like, in the can, ready to go, that you should get real excited about. Wow. So, They're so good. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're on this, like, weird schedule where the things we say become irrelevant pretty immediately because I know they're going to be about two months behind. Yeah. Well, I think that my comment about Elon Musk being a little piss baby has <laughs> held the test of time well. So if you edited that one out already, keep this one in. Oh, I don't think I did. know how I feel. <laughs> so we are going to talk about threads, but I also... I'm, I'm bringing... Two very Matt uh, things to the show today, uh, but I have a tiny, tiny nugget. It, Actually, I think this one may be more AC than it is, Matt. My nugget is that I've decided that Brennan Lee Mulligan is hot. Oh, you're so right. Oh, <laughs> so true. I think that's so funny because you and Brennan are the same kind of hot, which oh. I think is so <laughs> funny. Um, but yes, it's true. The thing yeah. that did it for me was the promos for Dungeons and Drag Queens. Yeah. Yeah, he looks really cute he in looks, eyeshadow. Yeah. Oh my god, did you see his interview where he was talking about how that drag makeup style was chosen, like, what he was encouraged into it by Bob? Oh no. Oh my gosh, okay, so he was just talking, Brennan was talking about how, basically, like, Bob the drag queen was talking to Brennan about how, what is your form of drag? Mm-hmm. Like, what would Brennan's form of drag be? Because... We each have our own forms of drag, and certainly there is high femme drag, but, like, your drag should be what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. That would be the thing that would support them most in terms of, like, the looks that they're bringing and how they wanted Brennan to show up in that space. And Mm so Brennan and Bob talked through, like, the style of, like, this elven adventurer whatever, and that was where they landed. Oh, okay. Um, It's so cute. I mean, you know me. I've always loved a boy in makeup. So cute. <laughs> the little ears really do it. Yes. I think the like dangly earring thing is really something he could pull off. And I think it's really fun for me in that he he just, it seems like letting go of this side of himself, this theater kid side mm-hmm. of himself that like, obviously his theater kid energy is not hidden from anyone. It mm-hmm. is in plain view a hundred percent of the time, but the like stage makeup level here mm-hmm. is takes it one step forward in a really, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Direction. <laughs> I, so I'm not watching any of Dungeons and Drag Queens. I plan on it. It'll probably be the first actual like D and D thing from dropout that I watch. Yeah. So I want to just, when I, when we talk about our, our own forms of drag, when I reference like what, I think I like ideally, I don't know, like not want to look like in body type, but in just like, you know, way I can put on this body. Um, there's a person on Instagram and I am, I don't know if you find horny shit on the internet, uh, offensive, I'm sorry, don't go to this, <laughs> but, uh, this guy's name on Instagram is Beltran underscore H and his look is like 
I'm like, I don't know. He just like blends femininity with this like kind of ultra masculine thing that I find one really attractive, but two, I don't know if I were like, like ideal ideas for like the things that I could put on my body. I love this. I really relate to this too, because I am also someone who loves to ride that like line of masculinity and femininity. Mm -hmm. And like, I have press on nails right now and it's like, I have nails in like a boy way, <laughs> like in like a boy long nails way. Um, and that is just like what I keep thinking to myself. I'm currently wearing like a, uh, an oversized shirt, a baseball hat and press on nails. So it's like, I feel more like a drag queen out of drag mm -hmm. <laughs> than I do like an AFAB non-binary person right. <laughs> wearing nails. <laughs> so um, I actually think this weirdly brings us directly to threads, um, or wow. at least we'll circle back to this moment um, at some point. AC, what is it like? Just give me a general feeling on threads today. Oh my God. Okay. A general vibe on threads today is I'm having fun. I am enjoying it. I think that it's really fun. I think that it's very interesting. And I think that there are like new formats that are riffing on older formats that are exciting, like the photo slider mm -hmm. and how. People are starting to get creative and including brands are starting to immediately get really creative with its use. Yeah. So I think my vibe is I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it so far. I think that's where I come into it too. So really quickly, if you're not aware, Elon blew up Twitter it, last week. It basically stopped operating for two days <laughs> by <laughs> some self-imposed rate limitations that may or may not be due to just stupid bugs that he's introduced by firing half the company. And Meta was like, you know what? We've been building this Twitter uh, competitor in the background. It's been rumored for forever. We're just going to launch it. Like, this is the time. It's not 100% ready, but now's the time. Yeah. And because it's Meta, a company that I've criticized a lot publicly and on the internet, People have a lot of feelings about it. Yeah. But it has reached 100 million users in under a week, which is the fastest growing app basically of all time. Yeah. I think it's because there's this phrase called network effects. It basically just means that when people use something, other people will use it. Like, yes. That is me over oversimplifying. But like, especially with social networks, network effects are critical because if you want a place to be social, you have to have the people there for it, right? So if you want your social network to be successful, having the people there from the literal first second is the easiest way to do that. And since Threads is just using Instagram accounts, people can click one button and have a Threads account. Yeah, I think, and I think the the one button effect here shouldn't be underestimated too. I actually think that one of the smartest things that Threads did in like nesting itself within Instagram overall is allow users and brands, right, to immediately migrate their followers mm -hmm. and following lists. It's not perfect. I'm still finding some people who I know that I mm -hmm. followed on Instagram. When they've created their Threads accounts, I haven't automatically followed them. But by and large, right, it means that there was an auto-populated audience migration. Mm -hmm. And that is super important if, like me, in your professional life, you run a brand. But even if you just want to keep up with your friends and family, I'm thinking about how so much of the first few weeks of anyone joining Blue Sky are like trying, like how many Blue Sky memes are about trying to reconnect with your Twitter mm -hmm. circle on Blue Sky, trying to find anyone there. If they've chosen a different name or they're using a different profile picture, it can be challenging. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I think that it's very that that combined with the audience effect, right, is like super key or the network effect. Sorry, yeah. what, what the yeah. words that you said fell out of yeah. my brain like that really helped it rise quickly. Yeah. So 
speaking of blue sky, I actually, so if, if we, I know there's plenty of other co- like competitors out there that have popped up since Elon bought Twitter, but I, there's three that I think are important. There's Mastodon, there's blue sky and there is threads. Yeah. Um, I think the others are small players that will in the future not exist. <laughs> I'm thinking T2 yeah. and post news and all that stuff. I, although I don't know much about spill. Um, so I don't really have very many opinions on it on threads. I know a lot of the reaction is to Instagram's, you know, ownership by meta and data theft and those kinds of things. And I agree with those feelings. I famously, you know, switched to iPhone for privacy reasons based on something meta did on my Android phone. Right. Like these are things I care about, but I was still on Instagram. Right. So all the things that were happening on Instagram are the things that are happening on threads in terms of data use. And like, I'm not any more exposed by, by using threads. That's the decision I made at least not telling you how to feel, but I think there's a really interesting thing going on in that like I actually liked Blue Sky the most of these things. Mm-hmm. I've had a Mastodon mm-hmm. account for a long time, but I just didn't really use it because I don't know, Twitter hadn't imploded yet. Yeah. Uh, and I like the idea of Mastodon more. I really like the idea of Federation. It's one of the reasons I liked the concept of Blue Sky as well. It felt like Twitter, but in the future federated. Yeah. And I find because of all of that, that threads while having it, Threads have the people, which is the reason I'm using it, the reason I'm having fun, but also it's fundamentally built on top of this idea of federation. Like that hasn't launched yet. Yeah. But I find that I, I don't I don't think it's gonna be a situation where Meta's like, oh, actually we decided not to federate. I think it gets them too many things for them not to do it. Yeah. But this idea that I can like use threads, be comfortable there, and then be like, you know what? Actually, I don't want to be in Instagram's product. I can follow all of these same people from Mastodon and be okay with that. Right. And like, that's a network I can maintain. And sure, like people have to get used to like moving over to a new account or maybe they'll have an account transfer process the same way Mastodon does. That's all fine. I can still get the content from this network there. 100%. Right. And they can follow me. Right. So one of my full circle back to sex content online, right, um, is I find the value of adults being able to be adults on the Internet. Right in whatever way that that is, to be an extremely important thing for me personally. It's something I care a lot yeah. about, right? Like one of the revelations of Tumblr uh, back in the R. old R. days was... <laughs> Not RIP. It's right. still a functional platform yeah. and it's actually pretty good. And yeah. I've been considering getting back on it lately, just like John Green. Anyway. <laughs> the One of the revelations there was that, I don't know, when I was 20, this idea that you could be a full person, including all of the like non-sanitized parts of you, Right. Yeah. I could be talking about how much I loved Doctor Who and also like reblog a hot guy, you know, that didn't have very many clothes on. And like that was the person that I was at the time. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's honestly partially the person I am now. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I was going to say, you said it before <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, the Doctor Who magic set comes out in November and I'm pretty stoked. But I mean, there it should be no shocker that like the kid who grew up in like evangelical circles in Tulsa, Oklahoma, like finds my sexuality to be an important part of my personality, right? Like that, that is not a surprise to me. Um, this idea that not necessarily like just being gay, but like just like sexuality as a concept is important to me and important to express. And so many places online due to a variety of reasons, due to Fosta Sesta, due to Apple's prudishness, right? Um, due to the new satanic panic. Um, yeah, have, like the overall desexification yeah, culture. Yeah, have, <laughs> have become sanitized in this way that I find really gross. And and frankly, 
upsetting. Like, I get sad about it, right? Yeah. Um, it, it makes me very sad some days. And people, I don't know, people, like, try and make that. So you want you want porn on, on, your, uh, on your Twitter clone? I'm like, I mean, yeah, I want it. That's a part of my life. <laughs> like, yeah. like why, why did, should it not be an option for me? Yeah. If that's a thing that I want to exist, right? Or if I just, like, want to be a full human. And anyway, I say all that to say that, like, the idea that I could still make that content and say, you know what? My stuff can be on threads, but it doesn't, like, I'm going to go exist in this other server. And all the right. people that were on threads can follow that. Yeah. Um, that's interesting to me. Interesting to I see think, how it's delivered, but yeah, I really think the federation part is very interesting in the future, right? As more platforms move to that federated model and like the content sharing implications, I think are very interesting. And like, especially in a world where maybe API is more limited than we want it to be, mm-hmm. right? Federation offers really great tools to people who run multiple accounts in multiple places, whether right. that's for your personal interests, yourself, or a company that you work for, right? Like it has really, really interesting broad um, implications. I also want to say like, to the point of like being a whole person, I think like, yes, obviously the place that we come from is a big part of that. But there's also like a specific kind of queerness that I think that you and I both inhabit that says that like our sexuality, the thing that makes us freaks is Mm -hmm. the thing that makes us freaks, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and it is good to be a freak everywhere. Mm -hmm. It does not mean that I should have to limit myself when I am engaging with other consenting adults in ways that other adults are consenting to, mm-hmm. I should not have to tailor myself to that conversation, right? Um, and I wanted to ask you, have you ever read this book called The Faggots and Their Friends Between the Revolution? I think is no, what it's, it's called. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. But it's very – I'm going to send you a copy. Okay. It's very good, and I think you would really like it and touches on a lot of those themes of, like, belonging and queerness and sexuality from, like, a 70s gay boy fag fairy, delightful, love it kind of way. There was, like, this (laughs) – I don't know, describe yourself in these things, you know, kind of meme going around a few months ago. And one of the things in my top 10 was just like kink is an expression of my queerness. Right. And like, it was that important to me to put that in that like random little meme list. It actually meant a lot to me. Yeah. And I think a lot about like, I don't know, we've talked about assimilationist (laughs) behavior on this podcast (laughs) in the context of X-Men before. Um, But like, that's not the kind of, queer that I want to be if if I'm hiding that side those sides of myself it's to protect myself it's not to um be a part of something that I don't actually identify with shout out to me leaving Tulsa at some point um (laughs) you know I don't know I I feel that I feel like if I'm gonna be queer let me be queer and and let me do that in a way that um is adult and, and lets me be a full person yeah is there anything about threads other than that that you're not loving um, I mean, yes, <laughs> we've talked a lot about like the, the big picture stuff, but like one, this is kind of big picture, but within threads, there is only an algorithmic view, right? Yeah. I actually don't hate the concept of algorithmic views. I'm going to prefer a following feed generally, or at least reverse, you know, reverse chronological. Um, but I get the value of a, of a, a algorithmic feed, especially as a person who makes things on the internet. Discoverability sure. is really important. Yeah. But it being the only thing and it seemingly like 
I don't know, just showing you like completely fucking inane content. Yeah. Like, like they brought all of the worst of Instagram's influencer culture to threads on the first day. And because no one had posted anything, that was all you saw when you joined. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like that in the Netflix account, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, I don't. Who are any of you? <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny because I think one of the things that I love about it is the global feed, slightly mm. unadulterated by algorithm, because that's actually one of the things that I miss the most about Tumblr. Mm -hmm. But I will say that like the scroll depth on their feed is really disappointing. Mm -hmm. Like even though that it is a global, like it's a global feed, but why am I seeing the same post three times after scrolling for 10 or 15 minutes, right? Yep. Like, I don't need to see the chicken nugget anymore. I don't need to see the same meme three times, right? And like, I think the really, the culture of like, you know, stealing jokes or stealing meme, the fuck Jerry model mm -hmm. of content, right? Like, really... It is super apparent to me on threads right now because like everybody's saying the same five jokes in a different, slightly different way. And that is getting to me. But I love the global feed and I love the idea of a slightly more tailored global feed, the ability to switch between like a following feed and mm -hmm. a global feed that is not over a global feed that is not over dominated by like just like engagement. Mm -hmm. I like seeing what my friends are replying to in my global feed. I think that that's really fun. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorite parts is like it really, if you reply, it's gonna, it's gonna show you that. I actually talking about <laughs> social media people, the idea that like my replies can get surfaced, right? Yeah. That's an opportunity. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I mean, I'm on, on the brand that I work on, we are treating it as an opportunity. Yeah. Right. And I also have seen like smaller creators also using it as an mm -hmm. opportunity, right? Like small brands or people who are artists are using it as an opportunity to like if they have a bigger account, but they follow follow smaller accounts to reply to those smaller accounts posting their art or their podcasts or whatever and saying, wow, this is really cool, right? Knowing that it will surface that artist into their feed. And I've seen people explicitly talking about encouraging this kind of behavior in the same way that you might encourage, like, if you're a larger artist, you might comment on other people's TikToks to mm -hmm. drive the algorithm views up, algorithmic views up. Yeah. So. This is why I see uh, Gita Jackson, XOXO Gossip Gita everywhere yeah. because they are yeah. very active <laughs> on that platform. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's very funny. What do you think of um, the worst take of what? Well, maybe it's to me the worst take of Thread so far. Um, Moseri's um, politics and hard news are important, but the platform won't be platforming. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that he hopes that that's the case. <laughs> I I don't this is this so this is a case where it's still a product from Instagram. This thing is going to get product hacked and and growth hacked to to hell, you know, yeah. over the years. And I'm still going to enjoy it and you know, eventually we'll be in the situation again. 15 years from now, mm -hmm. we'll be in the situation again, there'll be a new platform and we'll be complaining yep. about threads. And that's okay. That's the cycle of life, you know? Like we do this thing every once in a while. I also think it's so funny like there are all of the obvious critiques, but the one that sticks out to me the most is like, what? it's just stupid. <laughs> That's just not true. That's just not the world yeah. we live in, buddy. I wish it as much as you do. Maybe. Actually, I don't. Politics and news are super important to me and are interesting. The other is, of course, like you work for a company that has spent 10 years heavily lobbying. <laughs> In Congress and will at a company that will continue to 
do so mm-hmm. for an internet that benefits your profit bottom line. Yeah. So like maybe we don't do this. Maybe we set that aside and we have some self-awareness. We look in the mirror and we say we are not the good liberals that we're looking for mm-hmm. and we can be more than this and we can talk about politics and be whole people. Yeah. I want to shout out um, one thing, which is uh, the Verge cast did an episode on threads this week, which I found an incredible listen. Neelay Patel is a huge fan of Federation, specifically activity pub, which is what um, threads is supposed to federate with or federate on, I guess is a better way to say um, it's what Mastodon uses. It's what I think Lemmy uses, which is the Reddit clone. Okay. So, he is a, he's a big fan of it and thinks it's kind of the future of the social internet um, and has thought about a lot of what it gets meta and what it gets the users of threads. Um, so f- follow him on threads. He's talking a lot about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> the other people that you should follow on threads are us. You can follow us on threads. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> uh, we made an account on threads for the podcast. It's, it's not the first account that I made for the podcast, but I did delete the other one. <laughs> But it's the first one that you can follow. It is at can'tletitgo.gay. That means it's also on Instagram, by the way. Yeah. We only really have a plan for threads. That's true. But we will probably use the other one. Yeah, I can come up with a plan for Instagram. Don't worry. (laughs) But yeah, decided I was going to make it because, and not just because like there's hype. I actually do think that there's going to be longevity to this platform. And I'm enjoying using it. So why not have another account? I will say for listeners who are interested, we thought of this um, opportunity of threads coming as like, a great opportunity for us to use some of these things that we've talked about, the global feed, the replies feature, um, and to try them out. And when we were struggling to figure out which platform was right for us to grow on as a podcast, whether that's Blue Sky, Facebook, TikTok, we talked about <laughs> TikTok, Tumblr, right? Or Twitter, right? And who wants to join Twitter <laughs> as it as the empire slowly dies? You know, this is where we landed that it would be the right moment for us. And we hope you'll join us there. Yeah. We're having fun. If you use a podcast app that doesn't do like chapter art or um, you know, that limits your ability to interact with show notes or something, we're probably gonna be reposting some of the stuff that we post there. Yes. Um in in threads we've already done a little bit of that about our two long fu episode um so that is a a well that i plan to use um for threads yeah and if you've listened this far into our mini-sode and you haven't let yet listened to our episode about two wong fu you should go listen to me talk about uh heterosexual pride <laughs> uh yes <I'm> just <laughs> sorry you really just like completely short-circuited my brain the thing i was gonna say <laughs> I'm getting as much longevity out of the fact that I said hetero pride and I don't even remember saying what context I said it in as I can. I'm going to say this on this episode. You said not only heterosexual pride, you also complained about the leftist woke mob. And I think I edited that one out because I I texted AC and said, you're not allowed to say leftist woke mob and also heterosexual pride in the same episode. Okay, listen, I am the leftist woke mob, okay? I can make jokes about my own kind, all right? It's okay because I'm gay, okay? Anyway, I promise not to do that to you twice in one episode again in the future. And <laughs> listener, if you think that's fun, a funny little joke, I think you'll enjoy our episode on Tu Wong Fu. I, I, the thing I was going to say before you short-circuited me was that uh, <laughs> Jared in the Worst Garbage Discord <laughs> said today that uh, he would have appreciated knowing more than an hour into the Tu Wong Fu episode that it stars Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> 
apparently we didn't we didn't uh, set that up that well <laughs> oops uh yes pa- starring patrick swayze wesley snipes and john leguizamo <laughs> All right. Well, AC, I'm gonna let you uh, go play D and D. It's Dungeons and Dragons night, baby. <laughs> hey, where can people find you on the internet? Hey, today you can find me on the internet at AC Fachi on Twitter, at AC underscore Fachi on Threads, <laughs> and at AC Fachi on Blue Sky. Yeah. And maybe I'll make one link. Yeah. To all of those things one day. Yeah. Who knows? Mine's matthorton.live. It has my threads on there. Hey, here's the thing. If you're listening to this, I'm, you're probably the kind of person that likes this show, and you might Whoa. like my YouTube. And I also have links to my YouTube there. I make a lot of like videos about tech and essays about video games. You should watch Matt's YouTube. It's good. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time.